0: or whatever. But um, yeah, hopefully this flows. If you guys have questions after, just ask me, but this is what I got. So um, obviously my name is Gwen. I'm 23. I go to USM. Um, I've lived here for about two and a half years, and this is a super summarized version of what I've learned kind of in that time. So first, I'm just going to rewind to like the worst... 2016, what's up? So, I lived in Maine for about six months um, and was struggling through a ridiculous spring semester. I was doing two internships, taking four classes, juggling church meetings and friendships, and was bonding with Christians here, but had yet to find who I would consider to be my people. So, all of this made me super stressed and eventually feeling very negative and depressed. And I absolutely love being busy, but these things just weren't making me happy, And on top of that, I was going on probably like a year and a half of struggling with anxiety from like a whole bunch of other things in my life. So um, at this same time, I had been in a relationship with someone for a little over a year and a half. And I relied on this person a lot, especially because a lot of my anxiety um, had resulted from family issues back home. So I had literally decided I was just going to replace my family by starting over with like my new friends and stuff. Um, I also could not find a lot of people who I felt like I really liked or could be close to in Maine. So this person became like my friends, my family, fun, all that stuff. So obviously this fell apart for like 50 different reasons. But for me, it had gotten to the point where I was having frequent panic attacks because I never knew what this person was going to say or do. So what does this have to do with me finding joy? Um, because I used this person to mask a lot of the bad parts of my life, this breakup forced me to face myself. So I spent months thinking that I wasn't good enough to be in a relationship and that I was the one with all the problems. Um, and at one point I even decided I'd never be in another relationship because I didn't want to burden anyone with these like, emotions that I par- apparently couldn't control. So within a few days um, of all of this, I was going to therapy to try and sort out everything that I was feeling, um, but I had no solid long-term symptoms of clinical depression or anxiety, so they couldn't like diagnose me with anything or really do anything, um, which sounds relieving, but my life was still bad, so I was forced to figure it out again. Um, So in Job 11, it says, If you put away the sin that is in your hand and allow no evil to dwell in your tent, then, free of fault, you will lift up your face. You will stand firm and without fear. You will surely forget your trouble, recalling it only as waters gone by. So the first thing here is the idea of allowing no sin to dwell in your tent. Um, And I prayed for God to show me people or things I should cut out of my life so I could let go of what was hindering me. And this included blocking a bunch of people on social media, cutting contact with a few people, and forcing myself to be more aware of how I felt around certain people or while doing certain things. Um, And these were absolutely the best decisions I ever made because it was the beginning of me learning to listen to myself and also make healthy boundaries. And it was the beginning of me pursuing what I actually love about life instead of just following other people around. So... For what we could call phase two, <laughs> I did reckless things that I don't recommend, like getting a tattoo and chopping all of my hair off. Um, and I didn't do these things in emotional states, but I think like especially as an artist, like visual person, it, it really helped me to have like physical representation of the things that I was going through. Um, And the idea in my head was that I was finally going to go after the things that I wanted to do. Um, I also started doing things like going on more runs and making sure I was around supportive people as much as possible. And I, like, completed a few paintings and stuff. So then phase three is more like where the bible comes in um it was the harder stuff so if you guys know anything about the 12 steps of Alcoholics Anonymous yeah. um one of the steps is to make amends and so it essentially forces you to face the things that led you to addiction but also face the people you hurt along the way and so I kind of took this concept and went back through my life and talked to people who I had major qualms with such as like family members and roommates that I disliked like like And through these peacemaking interactions, I began to see God's word at work and trust what it said in a much deeper way than ever before. Um, I was closer with people. I was guilt free. I was happier. My anxiety faded because it had been rooted in a lot of past wounds that God was teaching me how to patch up. And um, I became able to sympathize with people just through this Pain, I guess, in a way that I never understood before and was blessed to see which friends truly cared for me on both the good days and the bad. Um, however, in Luke 11, it says, when an impure spirit comes out of a man, it seeks rest and does not find it. Then it says, I will return to the house I left. When it arrives, it finds the house swept clean, but then it goes and takes seven other spirits more wicked than itself, and they go in and live there, and the final condition of that person is worse than the first. So if I wanted to keep any of this from happening again, I had to start planning ahead instead of dwelling on what had passed. Um, This included very basic things such as continuing to work on my relationship with God, eating healthy, uh, becoming physically fit, and finishing school. Um, so I kind of told you guys about 2016, but in the first half of 2017, instead of having a whole semester of bad days, I had an entire semester of feeling like I could finally trust God, um, I was hitting weekly running personal records, and I made the Dean's List, um, And the time that I once spent overthinking and doing things that other people wanted me to do was now spent at the gym, reading the Bible, making new connections, traveling to visit friends, and doing random art things. Um, And for each category kind of what I did was make a plan, find people who would hold me accountable to the plan, got up and did the plan, um, and then celebrated every achievement as if I had qualified for the Boston Marathon or something, which I secretly hope I never do, because that sounds horrible. But anyways... (laughs) Okay, so right now, I just want to read you a quote from this book that I found uh, recently, and it's this guy talking about, like... He's like a martial artist or whatever, and he is talking about his sport. So I'm just going to read it. Um, He says, I always felt like I started too late. I didn't find my sport until I was 26 years old, and I'm not a beast. I don't have great hand speed or power that can make up for lack of experience. I would always justify my shying away from going pro like this. I'm not that good an athlete. I could play and practice basketball every day for my whole life, and I'd never be Michael Jordan, right? Sure, You'll never be Michael Jordan, but you could be something else. You could be a great professional NBA player in your own style, maybe a great passer or three-point shooter. It comes around to an important facet of fighting, acknowledging your identity and working to make it the best version of you. So no matter what you've been through now or whatever you've been through in the past, I want you guys to know that God has placed these things in your life to teach you important lessons. Sometimes the lesson is, don't do that. <laughs> Sometimes the lesson is learning the type of person you want to be with someday. Sometimes the lesson is, dude, you need to try harder. <laughs> and uh, But the most important lesson that I believe is the secret to my personal joy was following this little mantra Uh, which is the thing that's on your heart to do, whether that be forgiving someone in your past or becoming a doctor, if that thing hasn't gone away yet, it probably won't, so you should do it. Uh, You do not have to be a talented athlete or an A-plus student already, but you have to be committed to putting in the work towards that goal. Uh, For me, because of God, I'm gonna graduate college, finally. Uh, because of what he's teaching me I plan on running a six minute mile which is my secret like life goal uh, and because he has blessed me with the secret of never giving up, I'm going to learn what it feels like to fly so uh, what are you gonna do <laughs>